Coming to you live from the Chamber of Haunters studios, this is Haunting You. I'm your host, Leslie Reed. And I'm Keone Hutton. Welcome back, everyone, to the Haunting You podcast. It is finally spring, and you know what that means. If it's spring, it's building season. We are deep <laughs> and, yeah, I'm just going to say deep, deep diving into the build season right now. Um, I shouldn't have brought it up, though, because I really can't talk about it yet, because we are not yet in a place where we can talk about it, but it's getting close soon. I promise. He's really, really excited. I'm really, really excited. <laughs> uh, Les, John, and uh, a few other members that we've recruited to our team have been working on a special haunted house project that we're not allowed to talk about yet. Stay tuned for the June episode, though, because by that point, we should be able to say something about it uh, and definitely keep track of the social media, facebook.com slash haunting you, Instagram at haunting university and YouTube at haunting you. And you will, as soon as we're able to talk about things, it will all be out there. So there stay is tuned. a lot of visual media and, and it's creation fantastic. that we have, we have been able to do. At Holy this moly, project. it's fantastic. But we can't, you know, just tidbits, tidbits Here's and hints. This. Trust so us, that's, it's good. that's not what we're here to talk about tonight because we're not allowed to talk about it yet as much as I want to. Instead, we have to refocus our attention because not only is it build season, we are still smack dab in the middle of convention season. There are a bunch of conventions still coming up. Uh, so where today is what? May 2nd. Yeah. And despite the fact that it's May 2nd, there are four or five major conventions that are still out there. Of course, we have to give the shout out to Texas Honors Convention, which is happening July 16th. Uh, down in Mesquite, I need yes. barbecue. Mesquite. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's happening down in Mesquite, <laughs> Texas. Just uh, that at is it too. exactly that is the Chamber of Haunters official uh, convention, and so we have to give the shout out there. If you're in the vicinity of Texas, definitely go check out the Texas Hunter Convention. It looks like it's going to be an absolute blast. But tonight we have very special guests here to join us who are going to talk about a brand new convention happening in Athens, Georgia in just 11 days. Yes. 11 days from now. So I can like, I can see them sweating. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're a little nervous. I mean, it's crunch time for them even more than sure. the rest of us. But what so, they've got put together so far, it looks absolutely fantastic, as, especially as a starter and getting into the getting into this particular aspect of the industry. I'm I'm excited to see how this all goes. Absolutely. So I want to welcome Scott and Roseanne from Hauntfest Mayhem. Welcome. Hello. Hey, thanks hey. for having us. This is awesome. Yes. And you have brought a friend along. Who do you have there with you, Scott? This is Molly. She's my uh, sexy new girlfriend that I got at Fear Expo. You must have gone and visited with our friends, Pat and Doug uh, at VFX, because that looks like Molly Zombie on your hip. It totally is. She's amazing. <laughs> she is also going to be, oh, I'm sure be a star at the uh, Haunt Fest Mayhem for sure. No oh, doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. She absolutely will. It's well, let's feel sorry for anybody that brings children because <laughs> new eye opener. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woe to those who bring children to the, to the Halloween convention. Definitely planning on bringing her around downtown and everything too, with the whole <laughs> QR code on the back type deal. Yes, so, yes, absolutely. I freaking love it. Well, let's start to get to know you first. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourselves, how you got involved in the haunted attraction industry. Uh, set the stage for us. 
All right. Well, I am a student at the University of Georgia. Uh, I went in like undecided about what I wanted to do with my life. I always knew that I loved Halloween and everything like that, but I never would have thought that I wanted to go that route. I don't know. I just didn't see it as an option until recently. I got into like the entrepreneurship program and they really helped to guide me um, with my business idea, which is kind of where Hauntfest was born. Um, but I grew up with this guy um, who has just every Halloween really done it all out. And so he should tell you a little bit about that. Well, I didn't start with entrepreneur program. I started with drinking in college. We always had big Halloween parties and every year they got bigger and bigger and better and better. And we did more and better costumes. And um, <laughs> along with that, it kind of took off once I, you know, had a wife and well, actually before we had kids, we started doing a little, we'd keep doing the tradition of haunted houses and uh, big Halloween parties. And it just kind of grew and grew. And of course, as our children grew up, um, from the time they could crawl, they were used to seeing zombies and blood and gore. And so it, 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 Gee, I wanted. wonder whose family that reminds me of. <laughs> I don't know. Who could, you, who could you be talking about? Yeah. So even at really young ages, they still wanted to scare. They wanted to be zombies, you know, like everybody else wanted to be a princess at school. And of course, these girls were, you know, had eyeballs hanging out and all kinds of gore. <laughs> things they could do to spook. So uh but it kind of started with that. And then um, as they got older, the, our, haunted, our home haunt um, grew more and more. And uh, we just did something free for the kids. We never charged. Um, and so we'd get everybody from the area would just come out to, cause you know, they, they get a free haunted house. Absolutely. And handy to boot. Um, but yeah, so we would just spook it up every year. And of course, you know, Spencer's was my favorite thing back when they had a Halloween uh, <laughs> and uh, every 75% off. I mean, you know, Halloween's the favorite holiday, but the second favorite is November, whatever, when the prices drop. Or you can get <laughs> yes, breach. Yep. Um, so we've still got a giant closet full of stuff. And obviously that's rubbed off on both my girls and uh, Halloween and haunts. And it's just become an amazing part of our life. So it's, it's fun. He's definitely my biggest inspiration for all of this. because <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know what I do without him. But his the home haunt is uh, called Harpold Manor, which is kind of what we were at the Fort Fear Expo for. I don't know mm -hmm. if you call that name, but but yeah, that's our obviously our last name. But uh, yeah, yeah, sure. How long? How many years have you done Harpold Manor? Um. Well, we moved here in '97, and we've had a party ever since. Yeah. And then, of course, the more wow. the oh, <laughs> Molly just wants to say so much. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Um, it was probably a few years after 97 where we actually kind of started spooking for the kids. Kind of once uh -huh. you have kids, you get a lot more into the, you know, having people over and let them, you know, kind of let the neighborhood kids come and check stuff out. Sure. Sure. It's probably been a good 20 years of, of doing the home haul. That's absolutely fantastic. Give me an estimate. How many kids would you see on, on your average Halloween? It was, it would depend because we are obviously in the religious South. So, sure. you know, we would be competing with trunk or treaters and so kids that wanted to come. So we get a lot more late nighters, but it was usually about 150 to 200 would, would come. It's yeah. not huge because it's definitely a rural community. Yeah. Um, that's that's a year, solid turnout though. Bigger and, yeah. Um, even one year we did a, help me out with, for the, we raised money for the, the high school art program, our mm -hmm. Elbert County art program. And, uh, Maddie had a bunch of volunteers from the school. Um, we did like three, four nights. I think we made about $3,000. Um, had a lot more than 150 people come through then and uh, had an amazing haunt. And so we kind of 
we, we set it up real cool and often you just go in there, but it was fun because we kind of did, you know, people in the parking lot helping park folks. And then we'd have them, you know, get the storyline through this uh, kind of creepy guy at the, in a little tent. And then they'd walk through the woods. And then after they did a little scare park through the woods, we had a little backyard set up where we had uh, concessions and, uh, and, you know, a fire going. So you kind of hang out. And then we would, uh, we'd have somebody kind of that was going to take them on the next tour, which was through the house try to get someone's name out of the group and then they would text it on their phone to someone inside. And then we had a really <laughs> cool uh, Ouija board and uh, we had the magnet underneath. And then we would spell the name of the person that they got out of the group. <laughs> and then one of my other daughter would crawl That's upside great. down in a creepy dress. And it was amazing. Yeah. But That's... the thing was great. Um, and so, but yeah, the school did great. We were really happy to help the art program and um, everybody had a good time. So, it was oh fun. my God, the, we- the Ouija board is absolutely brilliant. I've never heard of that being done anywhere else. That is, I freaking love it. Yeah. It was great because when someone in the group, they see their name and you see their eyes get really wide and they're all looking at yeah. their friends. And then know. we all know who to target. All uh, the other actors in the room can go start whispering their name behind them as you're walking through the house. Yeah. So that was definitely fun. But yeah, we've had people throughout our haunts. Um, well, we've had one throw up. We definitely had pee in the pants. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure about soiled britches. That's not one most people people uh are they want to admit to it. Most people <laughs> admit to. But yeah, but um it, it, it's it's really fun. We enjoy that. Um, you know, I've got several things. The air cannon was one of my favorite. I now back. <laughs> Probably 15 years ago, I went to a HauntCon conference and got an air cannon and um, had the mat where they stepped on it. But my favorite, I changed it to a little hand switch. Mm-hmm. But you, you get that dad coming up with her kid. The kid's crying, doesn't want to come in. And dad's like, quit being a baby, quit being a baby and get up there. And so then I would pop that dad with that air cannon, watch him jump four feet in the air. Private, <laughs> But um, so, yeah, I've had fun. That's, that was one of my fun toys that, to, to play with. For sure. That's I love that. That's great. That's such a great way to do it. It's like, okay, your kid's already struggling. Um, yeah, you're going to be the target, not the kid. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Congratulations. You just volunteered. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are some of the best themes that you've done uh, over, over that 20 years? The one that sticks out to me was like the water thing that we did for the art program year. Um, the theme was basically that the water in town had gone bad. And so nice. everyone that had drank the water and you had like black teeth and people were just like, don't drink the water or whatever throughout the whole thing but i don't know that stuff really freaks me out so i really liked that theme but he's always got a, a different story the boarding house and yeah we and live in like a, a 150 year old home and so we always say it was like a you know it was used in the civil war for a hospital and we kind of like that um, yeah just a random different stuff and then yeah we try to spice it up each year with a little something different but mm-hmm. and and i love that you're able to bring in like um plausible storylines based on like the age of the house and th- that that's super cool not something i get to do out west because there's just not enough history out here oh there's <laughs> a lot of history it's just it's a very different kind of history it's not privately owned it's public and you have to get permission and you don't usually get permission to do things like that that too that too there's a lot of history in san francisco <laughs> that, that's a fair point and yes i will fight you on that <laughs> I, I surrender. I can't, I can't <laughs> compete with you. you I can't. Make that. <laughs> <laughs> so if people want to find out more about Harpold Manor, where should they go look? 
Um, that's a good question because uh, I don't Facebook. really website anything like that. Have yeah. yeah, it's really been for the community, and people just have known about it, you know, mm -hmm. around here. So I don't know for that haunt, but there's definitely more info about the festival. So what I'm hearing yeah. is, if people want to learn more, they got to come check you out in Georgia. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> need to be in the in the know. Yeah, you got to be in the know. Yeah, exactly. we always have the the half body hanging out on the tree by the highway, so people uh -huh. always think that's us. All right. So if you're driving through Georgia in October, look for it. Say again. The little half corpse with the cowboy boots and jeans, and then the great stuff for your guts hanging out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd always have that hanging out. One year, I actually caught someone stealing one of them twice. And uh, in the year of phones, I should have videotaped it because I called yeah. the police and I got the the license number and all this. And they said, "Well, that's not enough." I'm like, "What?" I watched really? them cut it down. He went to his house, got it back. He, the guy did have it, and I didn't, I didn't press charges. You would think that would be enough if he's got well, it. I can't say it was him, but then it's yeah. taken a second time. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Funny to have to call the police and say, someone stole my body. My dead body. <laughs> <laughs> the tree. You know? You have to explain yourself a little further there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. stole my intestines. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Andrew. can you repeat that, please? Yeah. <laughs> We do oh, have man. interesting religious folks out here, so I could understand some people might be sensitive. But like they, someone just blew up our guide stones. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Georgia guide stones, but no, um, it was like an attraction. It's been all kinds of magazines. It's uh, had several different languages talked about uh, um, treating the world with respect and not having too many people on it. But some church members kind of went crazy and said it needs to go and they're going to try to you know make it get torn down and of course people came from all over the world to see it because it has made the news on numerous mm -hmm. occasions and finally someone came and blew it up um, holy moly haven't found out who it is or what or anything but uh that was kind of our area elberton georgia it was our claim to fame and uh but yeah it's no longer there but yeah definitely look up georgia guidestones and it's got an interesting history for sure yeah yeah I'll definitely have to well, before we get too far, because we could just talk home haunting like all day long. In fact, we kind of do talk we home do. haunting all day long. Yeah, <laughs> but kind of why we're here. <laughs> it is kind of why we're here, but not tonight. Tonight, we're here to talk about Haunt Fest. So let's dive in there. So let's start with like, where did the what what inspired you to start Haunt Fest? Uh, well, I started the entrepreneurial program thing and they, um, okay, so my big dream is to one day own like a haunted theme park, right? And Dude. so- Let's get yeah. together. Yeah, Let's talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I joined the program for that. And I was just kind of like curious to see what would come of it. And they suggested that I did an accelerator program that was outside of this like class. And so I went and it was like super rigorous. And they basically were like, you need to make all these tests to like test whether your business idea will work. And so one thing that has to be true for a haunted theme park to work is that, you know, people need to be able to want to come to a haunted event outside of the month of October. And yeah. so that yeah, yeah. kind of has to be broken, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so the festival was kind of spurred from that whole idea. Like this is kind of a test so that, you know, when I go farther down and to my bigger dreams, you know, this, um, this will be a helpful learning experience. Mm -hmm. But I also have just been super interested in, in doing something like this. And I love planning. I love, managing things and uh, getting things together. I, I plan a lot of parties myself, you know, I'm a college student. And so this is like a big party for me. Yep. Yeah. 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 Kind of the, the idea um, is spurring from the big dream of the 
haunted theme park, though. And we brainwashed her as a child to get her to this point. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Well done. Well done, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, just from what I've looked, you know, on your website and, and from you know, what we talked about with Fear Expo, it looks like it's going to be a hell of a party. I mean, yeah. pun, pun intended. You, you have um, always. You have a lot of things for a lot of different people. So you're. It looks from what you have. I can see obviously the haunters coming in, um, people who love reptiles and cats coming in. You've got people. You've got your musicians. You've got all of these other acts and entertainers. You really do have something for everyone. It's just this is a fun place to bring people together and have a party. So I, I would say just again from from what you have started, you're right there. I, I that made me wonder a little bit because there is such a eclectic grouping of attractions here what what's the target audience how how widely are you trying to spread this net um well given the idea of the big dream um i i want to pull as many people as i can you know um i i want to be specific still to the haunt community and people who love the horror arts and things like that but i know you guys mentioned convention earlier but for me it's less of a convention and more of a festival which is why it's the haunt because it's not just pulling in haunters, you know, and I, as much as I love conventions, I do wish there were other opportunities to just have fun at one, you know, and so this one, you've got the live music, you've got the animals, it's very interactive, it's something that any family, you know, that likes the unusual would like to come experience, you know, it doesn't necessarily have mm-hmm. to be someone obsessed with, um, you know, making their own haunt or anything like that. But I'm super involved in like the music scene in Athens and the art scene because I'm also an art minor. All my friends are musicians. So I wanted to pull all of that together um, because it's always such a good time to see them and hang out. And I was like, well, what if we did this all as like a Halloween type theme? Because I know they have great Halloween sets and that's always part of the experience of Halloween for me. And so by pulling all of that together, I think uh, the, the audience can definitely be broadened a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. We also went to a, a, what the oddities and oddities and curiosities and curiosities expo. And never been yeah. there, and so we actually have kind of a lot of similar stuff too. So it's not all just haunt. You kind of got that just strange and different stuff in some mm-hmm. of the booths. Um, so for people that want to buy stuff and check out cool weird things, um, we'll have that on top of the fact that you know uh, there'll be food and fun and music and and a lot of creeps uh, yeah. spooking around. <laughs> <laughs> I know you... people love festivals around here too. I mean, that's yeah. there's already a festival scene. It's just going to be a more niche festival scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's talk a little bit more about that festival. I see a number of bands that you have booked to perform at the festival. Can you talk about any of them? Yeah. Um, so I'll just I'll list them first, so so sure. you know who all's playing. But, um, We've got Tattoo Logic at, at 6 p.m., Lady 11 at 7, Schmooze at 8, Recess Party at 9, and then Cam and His Damn Jam Band start at 10. And I know a lot of these people just because I am so <laughs> tightly knit in this scene, but um, like Tattoo Logic, uh, Mia Hill is a really close friend of mine. She's the, one of the lead singers in that band. Lady 11 is from Atlanta. I've never met them before, but they sent in an application and they're like, like a grunge, like the, just the theme of their music itself ha- already has the feeling of like haunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other ones are more like, they're, they're like more jam bands, they're fun, they're dance music, but they have great Halloween covers and stuff like that. So I think okay. that'll add yeah. like spunk, you know, to the festival. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, they're definitely get out and dance and have fun yeah. and 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, but Schmooze, I know Dallas Wiggins is fantastic. I, I go to a lot of open mic nights and things like that, and I've seen him play with a few other bands. Um, Recess Party, I've seen open mic nights. And Cam and his damn jam band, um, they're all really close friends of mine. Uh, I actually live with one of the band members. Now, I'm not saying this because I choose them because they're my friends. That's definitely <laughs> not the case. I just want to say that But it's now. a perk. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, I, there was a very intensive like application process. Everyone like everyone was looked at as if they were not my like I didn't know them, but uh-huh. um, it just happens to be that they're all great musicians. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for that. Um, and I think the end of the night, it's going to be you know, Cam and his damn jam band's going to have their dance moment, you know, and we'll all probably be out there as things are winding down and jamming, dancing along. So. Well, starting yeah. with people you know, I mean, it also gives you a level of comfort. You mm-hmm. know, they're going to show up. You know, they're supporting what you're doing. It's not a worry of, are they going to be a no-show and I'm going to have a 30-minute block of time that there's nobody on. So it, yeah. it, there's there's definitely some value again of you know, relying on your network, and you know, you do the vetting process consistently across, but you rely on your network to bring to, to get you started. Yeah, and there's also some people that'll be playing inside. I won't name them just yet because it's not really super like set in stone. Um, but we're gonna have some indoor musicians as well. They'll be more acoustic. Um, I think we we're gonna have a rapper in there at some point as well. Um, but it, it'll be more of like an not an open mic, but kind of more of an open mic setup where people just yeah. you know switch in and out and acoustic and and quieter in the outdoor scene because we're also going to have the animals inside so you got to be a little bit careful um, <laughs> with the amount of music that we'll have blaring in there but wait, I'm wait. As well. animals what animals <laughs> so um we have the the circle of friends animal society is bringing their athens cat foster program people to like have kittens <laughs> at uh-huh. meet and greet and hey the reason i have this okay is i, I was talking to someone else who who has done conventions before she's um an inspiration of mine and she was telling me how she used to have black cats at her convention and i was like that's genius you know it was like just a time to i mean it's halloween themed you know and it's also just a fun activity for people that like cats i feel like a lot of my friends that are Halloween lovers also like cats. I don't know. And so I was just like, maybe I should just reach out to some shelters and see if anyone's interested in this. That would just add a completely different aspect. Mm-hmm. Plus, we've all had animals our whole life at our house, lots of cats and dogs. And we, you know, helping out um, strays so that they can actually get homes um, mm-hmm. is just amazing when yeah. that can happen. But you then add but, a new family member. Yeah. And then we also have the Georgia Reptile Society that's uh, coming and bringing snakes and reptiles. Um, and they're offering a holding option for, um, you have to like donate to the society, their nonprofit, and then uh-huh. you can hold it, hold big snakes and take pictures and stuff. And um, they were telling me like all awesome. of the members of the society, I think are bringing their their own personal pets, like because they're-, they're Oh, just, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when they bring them to conventions and festivals, like we just saw them at the Renaissance Festival uh, this past weekend mm. and they had some snakes out there, super sick. Um, yeah, I got I got to meet some of them in person and I'm super excited for that as well. But they'll be kind of walking around inside with their snakes. Yeah, that sounds like it'd be an absolute freaking blast. Absolutely. And what a great way to, you know, support your local community and give everybody options like, hey, you come for the Halloween, stay for the cats. 
Nope. Or, or vice versa. <laughs> or Come vice for the versa. cats and stay for the stay Halloween. For the Halloween. I, either way, <laughs> life is good. That's right. We're also excited because they're they're doing a, a bit of an educational bit, you know, about the snakes and everything, and and really um, pushing just the importance of reptiles and things. And and so it's it's also a plus for them and for everybody, you know, to get the mm-hmm. educational bit because. Yes, snakes are cool, but also there's a lot of snake lovers out there that I think would be interested in that aspect of the. And if it catch, catch me if I'm wrong, but it's also a nonprofit, so they're also yeah. trying to help raise money for their. Uh... Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, that is not the only entertainment you have going on either, though, is it? No, um, we have lots of different activities and things. So we've got the snakes and the kittens. We have one of our vendors is bringing a hearse to take photos with outside by her. Awesome. Nice. Anybody, anybody we know? Who, uh, who's the vendor? Wicked World. Her name is Bettina Wasserman. She's pretty okay. awesome. Uh, we met her at the Oddities convention as well, but she's she's amazing. I'm super excited for her. And then we've got someone from the UGA Juggling Club who's coming, who's going to do a 30-minute show with fire juggling. So that'll be U- awesome. I, UGA has a juggling club? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the UGA clubs are like not necessarily UGA clubs, just clubs at UGA. I'm not yeah, really yeah. sure if this one is or isn't, but um, <laughs> I've seen them walking from class to class and I've always loved it. So I'm glad they're uh, getting involved. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it hey, might not went? be school sanctioned, but they do this at school, so we're good. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah got exactly. Fencing, we've got all sorts of things. Oh, I'm Even sure. Medieval fencing is one of the clubs specifically. Like, Did you say wow. medieval fencing? Yeah, like they use like broadswords. Please tell me broadswords. I need broadswords. I'm not sure that's going to be the fencing. That's going to be in the Conan category. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. They almost pulled me in, but I haven't ever fenced before. But I thought that was so cool. Yeah, but we've also got um, we'll have axe throwing. Um, the lumberjacks axe throwing booth will be there. I think you'll you pay to throw, but they're like awesome. And then we've got the nightmare tunnel, which will be like a small haunt that it, it'll be interesting. We've still got to rig it up, but it'll be like in the front of the festival, it'll start at 9 p.m. Um, but it'll be like a tunnel with a few rooms that are tents, and we'll have scare actors in there set up. But he'll be the mastermind of all that. I, I was gonna, I was gonna progress in a quick one. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> some, some hard pulled- lots of spooks and that's what it's all about. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Get that working and we'll be good. Yeah. And speaking Everyone's spook- going to get a taste of Harpold Manor. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But speaking of the spooks, they're going to be walking around during the festival too. I don't know if you've ever been to Six Flags Fright Fest or anything like that, where they like release the ghouls at a certain time of the night. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm wearing my Halloween um, Horror Nights sweater. Of course, yes. <laughs> I was wearing that at the. We did that for the first time this last year. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Orlando, I presume. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we've got a slider and stuff like that. So they'll all be nice. around while people are just looking at the booths and coming up behind them, scaring them. Um, yeah. That, that's I, something we haven't talked about yet. Uh, the, the booths, the show floor. Yes. What? So. I guess let's let's back up a little bit. Go go thirty thousand feet for a second. What's the yeah. setup of the of the venue look like? Because you've talked about an outdoor area, an indoor area. You've got a haunt over here. You've got cats and reptiles <laughs> wandering around. Like, desc- describe the venue for us. So the venue is um, 
it has a main hall, which is where we'll have the vendors set up. But then it also, they rent out like office spaces inside. And one of the rooms is like their yoga room. And so that's what we're using for uh, the kitten space to have it kind of close <laughs> off. You know, so they can run around and we don't have to worry as about catching as, them. As much as the crazies might want to see a snake eat, we are not going to want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, there will so, be no feeding kittens to snakes at Haunt Fest. That is yes. correct. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think you could get me out of the kitchen, the, the kitten hall. room. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll have the the snakes probably in the main hall and a few vendors that requested to be because they, they may be reading tarot or whatever and they don't want the wind to blow the no, cards off. Sure, sure. Um, and then if like so, what we're gonna have for the festival is you'll walk in through the front to get your tickets and you will have to go through the main hall to get to the outdoor space. Um, but once you go through the main hall, there's this huge parking lot area that um, we'll be having the vendor set up. And then there's a trailer stage where the wall like folds down where the yeah, live band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have some rows outside and also some people inside. So and then there's kind of behind that, there's a little front yard and that's where the, the horror tent's going to be. Okay. Tunnel. Okay. Nice. So t- tell me more about the show floor now. What, what kind of vendors are are coming? Uh, feel free to throw some names out or describe the the types of vendors who have already signed up. Well, we've definitely got some oddities like uh, the <laughs> Wicked World that I mentioned earlier with the hearse and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got she's got some really neat pieces that she makes and uh, clocks yeah. and what else does she do? I can't remember, but she does a lot of different. She's things. got a lot of different. A lot uh, of stuff with butterflies and moths and things. And oh, cool. Um, but we've also got Ghoul Next Door Bake Shop, who specializes in scary cookies. I just thought that was the best thing ever. Because um, it's not often that I find like a real food vendor that just does Halloween food. So mm-hmm. I was ecstatic when she was on board with that because she does like little blood. I, I, need, I need you to say the name of that one more time. Ghoul Next Door Bake Shop. Isn't that genius? Ghoul Next Door. That's, a, that's wonderful. I'm, yes. I need to look them up now. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> Um, but we've also got some antique vendors and things like that, that I, I think also fit the theme perfectly. You know, you can get a really old prosthetic leg and yeah, that's more or less the oddities, but yeah, they sell an antique door. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was like a frog purse and a, you know, two headed baby chick and, uh, <laughs> lots of they have when we did some filming earlier, but, uh, really neat stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we've, let's see. We've got some people doing like scary dolls um, and plushes, like with, you know, scary, bloody teeth and everything. Uh, <laughs> someone, someone just applied, I, I guess I won't know for sure yet, but I think they're coming, that is doing like chokers and stuff like that, like punk mm, themed sure. stuff. There's someone uh-huh. punk, uh, leather jackets. Um, of course, Roseanne got me hooked, so I was going to do a yeah. booth as well. Um, and I just is going to have stickers. It's got a bunch of big, you know, like cow bones, uh, just kind of weird antique things, uh, creepy jewelry and necklaces and rings. Um, I can't remember what else I had. Some old Halloween stuff. Uh, yeah. Halloween stuff, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and, and I want to name drop the antique place. It's Honey Pond Vintage, by the way. That she's the one that had the the coin purse. The oh, nice. Purse and stuff like, and the prosthetic leg. Oh my God, I loved her. <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah. Uh, nice. One one name caught my eye, or at least I thought caught my eye. Uh, Project Backfire. Yes. Did I see they're going to be there? 
Um, well, they are a sponsor. So That's what it was. Okay. There, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they sent um, a, what are they called? A gift certificate for our raffle basket to get either a tattoo gun, like prop or the horn. Yep. So I'm, I'm super excited and, about that. And we met them at Fear Expo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I actually Tate, Tate won their people. raffle there. Yeah. I, I got a free <laughs> tattoo gun myself. So I, I know nice. they're awesome. I'm looking yeah. forward. To I mean, I would have to kill you guys if I told you I bought their little portable air tank with it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that might be uh, something that's going to be used at this uh, <laughs> you know, tunnel of horror. Yeah, yeah, Tayan's got to be one of my favorite people in the industry. We bought a Richard from her last year, and like the the character that we have that uses it is a porcelain doll, and. Tayan customized it so like there's a little doll face on the front that looks so much like our character it's wonderful i everything that they do is just fantastic i absolutely love project backfire yeah they are super sweet too and they've been awesome to deal with and yeah Mm -hmm. uh, yeah we're excited yeah uh that whole air cannon thing where you can just wear it on a backpack yeah yeah refill it up every so often is a genius (laughs) idea yeah I have to ask, uh, you have Harpold Manor s'mores very, uh, very uh, obviously put up on your website. Tell me, tell me more about these s'mores. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure they're anything special yet, but the way you word that's really kind of making my brain a little bit. Yeah. So I might have to do something a little more exciting. But, uh, but Dad, we're just going to have s'mores available for everybody. We'll have sticks and bags that we'll be selling along with the, uh, you know, burgers and hot dogs and stuff like that. Yeah, there'll be a fire pit out there for people to to sit around and enjoy a fire, which uh, I mean, it's hard to have a a good festival or gathering without a fire. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, we'll just have the s'mores for that. But yeah, now you got me spinning. I'm gonna have to think about that. <laughs> Come up with something good with those little, s'mores. Little little cinnamon. That's right. That might be bloody. I don't know what's gonna be up with those. Ooh. Right. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Raspberry. Oh, that sounds amazing, Les. Raspberry. Oh, As you squish bloody it. and tasty. Leslie is reminding me that we need to take a quick commercial break so that we can hear from our sponsors. So uh, let's, let's do it right now. We'll take a quick commercial break and then we will be right back with Roseanne and Scott from Hauntfest. are here with uh haunt fest mayhem and we hear that there's raffles that you guys are uh, putting on so do tell yes um we have a raffle that they may be several different raffles depending on how many more sponsors we get before then but we have some sponsors that have donated t-shirts and buttons and things of that sort and then we also have our own merch that will be in there um so we're gonna have a pretty awesome raffle basket there'll be like five dollars a ticket and there's a bring a friend option. If you refer someone, you'll get a free raffle ticket. Um, nice. And Ooh, we nice. also have a 50-50 game of a guess the weight of the blank. And I will say, I we have not decided yet on a body part, but I do have a two cow heads sitting outside as we speak. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. Why do you have cow heads? Well, where did you get cow heads? Like... <laughs> I have questions. Um, I have, well, first we had to talk to the space aliens uh, to be yeah. able to. <laughs> yeah. I have a roommate who happens to be a butcher, um, and he has you know cleaned some heads before um, and brought like 
parts home and cooked them for Valentine's Day parties and stuff. And so I was like, you know, I know I live in a very strange household. We're all very interesting. But um, I reached out to him because I was like, that would be kind of perfect for a horror themed festival if I could get an organ from one of these animals because, you know, they he's a butcher. He just has them and they get thrown out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, if you have a spare heart, um, we could use that. But then he ended up saying, oh, we actually, we have a bunch of cow heads we're about to throw out. How many do you want? Like, I get this text during class. He said, how many cow heads? And I was like, oh, uh, because I was not expecting that at all. And I just said two, two, I guess. Two, yeah. And so I got, I got them how today. Do you, how do you, like, answer that question? Less, less. How many cow heads do you want? All of them? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting surprise. So in people could always get on, they can respond on your website, right? Res- people put comments and stuff. Oh, you can contact me. So they can always like make suggestions. Should it be the eyes? Should, <laughs> should it be? Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Should it be the whole skull? What are we going to guess? Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure it out because I don't know if a skull, like if the head is going to be too much, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's very gory. Like, do people want to see that, you know? Whereas sure. if I if I just did eyes or something, I could put them in a little bowl. Guess the weight of the cow eyes. I don't know. We're still deciding. But and it's so weird. We just met a really creepy haunter that told us how we can make those last for a couple weeks. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really like again. How would a human just know that? (laughs) Well, so um, yeah, I'm a special person, and (laughs) Leslie admits to it on air. (laughs) Always, my eighth grade science project was determining whether rock salt, table salt, or um, there was a third salt I was using. Anywho, um, yeah, there's a third salt. And whether or not, which one would better mummify a chicken? What? So, and I have to ask, what did you determine? Uh, honestly, regular table salt mixed with rock salt was the best because you got a little bit more air in the spaces, but not enough to cause problems. And that was <laughs> that was my eighth grade science project that won me the local science fair. Taking, I'm taking notes. Tell you how to make hydrochloric acid and what you what you're supposed to pour it in to get rid of body parts and things as well. <laughs> uh, that, that 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 that's that that became Googleable later. That was ninth grade. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how to get how to get to chemistry, and then I could ask the special questions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Oh, Les, what do we do with you? Thanks for the idea, though, for sure. I mean, it's it's useful. At the very least, it'll keep it well enough, and it it actually might cut down on some of the gore. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to see. Uh, It was interesting having to drive those here in my trunk. I kept thinking, what happens if I get pulled over? What happens? (laughs) Wait, where are they now, then? Um, Right now, they're in a box, in a bag, out on the side porch. Uh, I just took it out of my car because they were like melting and like everything was leaking and it was bad. But did it smell? Did it smell? They're fixing to get some salt, so we're good. Yeah, Yeah, they don't smell yet. Is your car full of interesting smells now? Probably, uh, but I haven't sniffed personally to make sure. (laughs) That's probably safe. (laughs) So, how is the raffle going to work? What's the what's the format? What are the ticket costs? Uh, tickets will be five dollars for the raffle um, and you'll just come write your info on a ticket and put it in the pot or whatever and we'll pull it I think at 11 p.m probably 
um, and you won't have to be present to win. And for the 50-50 guess the weight thing, it, you'll just pay like a dollar to guess. And then whoever gets closest by whatever decimal point we decide um, is going to win half of the money that is received for the game. Sure. Where, what's the other half going to? It'll go towards the haunt fest future. So it like all of the money that will or will not be made this year is all going towards the future font fest. I mean, yeah. I'm not paying myself. Everybody's volunteering. Um, it's really just to get this thing off the ground for the first sure. year. Sure. Yeah. Cause we didn't have much of a budget this year. So that's why we have so many sponsors and everything. And so next year, hopefully if this works out well, we'll have a decent budget to work with. Hopefully. Yeah. And we'll just have to have you back on to see how it goes. Oh Yeah. <laughs> So uh, since- I've, got a, I've got a real estate business as well, where I fix up houses, have rental properties. And actually Molly is, I'm uh, using her for a write-off for advertising. <laughs> and, uh, all we got to do is put the name of your business on the back and walk around with that. And it's amazing how many people want to, you know, take pictures of your website and see. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, so she's going to be our new uh, Haunt Fest uh, rep as well, I think. So. <laughs> That's exactly what I do with mine when I uh, to advertise our home haunt. Go out on the boardwalk with with uh, Psych Ward Sally. Sweet. <laughs> okay, since we're talking money, uh, let's start talking the uh, logistics of like people getting to you. So ticket cost. Um, so the pre-sale tickets are ten dollars right now. So anytime before the day of, you can get a pre-sale ticket, and then okay. the day of they'll be fifteen. Um, but for senior citizens and children, like six to 12, it'll stay 10 just cause you know, they, they won't necessarily get the same experience as, sure. as sure. um, and then five and under will be free, but something tells me there won't be any, there should not be a lot of five and unders there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. If there is, I'm guessing they probably won't have the best time. So might as well get free. <laughs> uh, we already talked about it. it is happening on May 13th. What are the hours? 5 p.m. to 12 a.m. And where is the venue? Um, Rabbit Hole Studios is in Athens. It's 1001 Winterville Road, I believe. But I'm, I'm fairly impressed that you just pulled that off the top of your head. <laughs> well, I cannot tell you how many times I've had to type that into my laptop at this point. <laughs> how absurd. Uh, if people want to get tickets, Roseanne, where do they go? <laughs> Our website is hauntfest.us or just www.hauntfest.us. Um, and We've got some social media pages as well. Um, Facebook is Hauntfest Mayhem, and then Instagram is Hauntfest.Athens. So any of those are ways to get in contact with us or to uh, RSVP on the Facebook event. But yeah. An old man father here, he doesn't, uh, computer's not El Savi, but uh, Roseanne has done a fantastic job with the website. So kind of helping you to see what's there and, and let you know that for 10 bucks, it's an amazing deal. Um, you, um, I guarantee you're going to go home with some kind of really cool goodie or spooky thing or something that you're going to want to get and uh, you're going to dance the night away. So, yeah. uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a very well-designed website. It's easy to find, you know, hey, I want to see what activities I'm interested in the vendor. Everything is very, very clearly laid out. So there's nothing that's difficult to find to find about what you guys are, are trying to do. Thank to make you. It- that really means a lot. This is the first time I've ever made a website. I was so scared how it was going to turn out. But Oh, you did great. Good. No, it looks no, great. Th- th- this, is, this is a good website. Very solid. And to make it easy for all of our listeners to find, if you just check the show notes of this very podcast episode, you will find a link to the HauntFest website as well as all of their social media. So check it out there and it will take you right to where you need to go. Sweet. Okay. Best way for people to get there? 
Is there ample parking and such? Oh, um, well, we'll have one. Once we reach the 10,000 mark, <laughs> cable, and, uh, <laughs> we'll have to worry. We'll be worrying yeah. about that parking. But uh, yeah, we, we will juggle stuff. There should be plenty of parking when you get there. Yeah. Um, there'll yep. be giant signs out there. There's going to be a uh, spook, I think, a uh, scary person in the street kind of helping to let you know you're at the right place. Mm-hmm. We uh, have a big uh, banner as well, too, that'll be at the front of the yeah. venue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you'll get off the Athens bypass on what road is that? Don't ask me. Lexington Road, oh. <laughs> pretty sure. And then, uh, you'll see. And then Winterville Road, I want to say, is your first left. But uh-huh. uh, it's easy to get to. Just any GPS will get you yeah. there. But we've got an upper parking lot and then an overflow parking lot. But we'll have people directing traffic and things there um, to make sure everything runs smoothly. We'll have to do Perfect. a little bit of interest maybe, but it'll work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we have, t- we've talked about, uh, I think most of the things, what are, what are we missing at this point? We briefly mentioned concessions, but we will have some concessions there. I know it's kind of around dinner time, uh, and you know, if now, of course, if anybody, uh, sees this or hears this and wants <laughs> to get a booth and do concessions, yeah. um, it would be a great opportunity, Yes, uh, but I, I, like I said, I'll be making hot dogs, hamburgers, things like that, unless something bigger or better comes around that yeah. wants to do that. Um, I think too, last couple of weeks ago, uh, Roseanne had a uh, H&L Productions did a really neat Yes, video. that's something we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, we've got our, our very first promo video out. Um, it's nice. Yeah, on the H&L Productions YouTube, as well as our social medias and stuff. But that was really fun. Um, we had all the, not all of the scare actors, but whoever was was available that day came out. Uh-huh. And we had vendors as well, and some musicians. And so we got clips of everybody and H&L Productions was uh, kind enough to sponsor that video as one of they're They're also getting started and they're, they're very getting a lot more professional now. But, they did a fantastic yeah. job. They came from Atlanta. They didn't have dinner. I think we filmed to almost nine o'clock, 10 o'clock and uh, they did fantastic. Yeah. yeah but, but that was a lot of fun and it finally got released. So excited. And then, oh, it's also on the website. So if anyone goes to the website, it like automatically starts playing on the homepage, I think when you're scrolling. Um, nice. But one thing I do want to mention about that, because I just think this is a fun story. While we were doing the promo video, there was this car that came in and I just thought it was someone there for the rabbit hole because they're always doing something, but it mm-hmm. kind of just parked where we were and just stayed running. And so some of our scare actors came up and they were kind of like spooking the kids that were in the back of the car and everything. And, but I was like, why, like, who are, who is this person? And so I went up and I was like, Hey, what's up? Like, do y'all need any help with anything? Why are you here? You know? And she was like, man, I was just driving down the road and I saw something scary. And I just, I whipped my car around. I had to see what it was. Like just some random lady off the street. You know, we weren't even trying to like be outside. She just yeah. saw yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that really makes me feel good about the market you know like we're not uh, it sounds like it and people yeah. are whipping in just to see what it is just someplace they've never been or heard of you know like it could have been anything hey so. they're doing something let's go find <laughs> out <laughs> oh that's that outstanding yeah <laughs> what's the food truck uh scene like in athens because that might be a way of i don't know if there's a like a food truck organization but reaching out to them i want, and being I want like, to throw hey, that out as well yeah, I've you know, been set up in the parking lot and uh, mm-hmm. and see, see what you guys get just to offer some other options too. Yeah, we've definitely been attempting that. Um, okay, we reached out to a lot of different food trucks, and we did briefly speak to one company that would was asking for you know a a cut of some sort to like mm. find one for us. Um, but at this point, everyone's booked. Uh, it's also graduation weekend, 
graduation. Oh, man. Like, yeah, it's the 11th and the 12th. But, you know, because it's that weekend, everyone's having parties, everyone's doing whatever. Yeah. The food trucks are all pretty much booked up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yep, that'll do it. Yeah, but if anyone hears this and happens to have a food truck in Athens, please, um, I do think, I mean, if there's a decent enough food truck, we won't have to do concessions. You will be the number one person selling food. No competition whatsoever. <laughs> right? Just saying. Hey, Les, but, Les, yo. what are you what are you doing on May twelfth? That's a good question. We need we need to find a food truck. We need we need to find a food truck and head to Athens. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a long one. Leslie's coming from Denver. I'm, I'm coming from Colorado. <laughs> we we have yeah. quite the food truck, and, and they do tend to just kind of live on streets randomly too. I think there's like three in my neighborhood. Yeah, I bet we could, I bet we could fly way, into DC, be, either way, hijack a food truck. Uh, even if we're cooking burgers and stuff, uh, it'll be good. Yeah, yeah, we did no one doubt. of our Harpold Manor haunts, we had all kinds of really cool names for, you know, your hot dog with zombie fingers. And uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if we're doing chili, but there's all kinds of different stuff we can do with, you know, your, your flesh yeah. sandwich or whatever. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you take a moment, uh, give a shout out to some of your sponsors who are helping make this event happen this year. Yes. All right. So Rabbit Hole Studios is sponsoring the venue, which is like the biggest chunk of change that we won't have to pay. So we are so thrilled about that. Um, and they've been a great help. Um, super great at communication, everything. Love Rabbit Hole Studios. And Summit Historic Properties, which is this guy here in, in very expensive Molly, um, is going to be <laughs> the festival, as well as a lot of the props and stuff from Harpold Manor. So um, that's also a great sponsor. H&L Productions, of course. Uh, Vent Circus FX, the Halloween Shirt Company. We just got their shirts in. They're super. I love awesome. them. <laughs> yeah, uh, Project Backfire, which we mentioned before. The Killer Mediums Podcast, which um, actually the guy that runs that works at UGA, which I just found out the other day, which is nice. awesome. Awesome. And the Southern Crow Eclectic and Metaphysical is one of our vendors, and she donated um, a, like a whole basket of her stuff for the raffle. So that's, oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome sponsor and grand mall who is one of the um bands that signed up and they didn't like you know make the top five but they're awesome they're also friends of mine love them to death um got to get their name out there too yeah. and of course there's some awesome podcasts we're doing right now yeah also yeah that's what, that's what... so uh yeah i'm not sure but mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty cool yes thank you guys so much as well <laughs> Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on and getting a chance to chat with you. It sounds like uh, Hanfest is going to be an absolute freaking blast this year. And I am so sad that I'm all the way on the opposite wrong side of the country to be able to come and see it. But if this takes off videos and things that we can post that you all can see. And then, yeah, please do. You know, being the first year, it's a little nerve wracking, not knowing what's going to happen, but I am pretty sure this is going to be a, a jam up event i mean it's gonna there's gonna be a lot more people than what we think oh uh, i hope so yeah I, especially with the big graduation weekend like everybody's done yeah. the, the 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 graduation parties and it's like oh hey there's another festival that we could just go to it's just right That's here right. Out for a few hours and watch some music yeah. and to have a good time mm-hmm. and yes yeah, so i no more chemistry tests yeah i tried to plan it <laughs> but it kind of worked out for the best because you know, if I did it the weekend before, it'd be during finals. If I did yeah, the weekend you after, don't everyone would already after. be out of town. So it's a little risky doing a graduation weekend just because people's families are going to be wanting to do things. But I'm hoping 
this is one of the things they, they want to do. The, exactly. They're <laughs> yeah. going to want to come to you. Exactly. And then, yeah. you know, if you want to go downtown afterward, there's still time to do that. You know, bars close at two and yeah. this will yeah, yeah. well. So, so and I'm hoping that'll actually benefit us rather than uh, hurt us too much. But yeah, for 10 bucks, it's an <laughs> absolutely amazing event with so much to do, so much fun, music, fun. I mean, it's just going to be fantastic. And, and that's and it. Like, and you could adopt a kid, yes. but for like, I look at it like this, it's 10 bucks and I'm getting what five bands. Yeah. Five bands for 10 bucks. Like that's a hell of a hell that's of a one's inside. Yeah. yeah. And all the, all the vendors selling really cool stuff and the events and the, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And the haunt, which, you know, it'll be small, but it's still a haunt and you'll have a whole haunt experience the whole time you're there because you're going to right. coming up and spooking you yeah for an extra 10 bucks we'll say a pair of depends and that way you know anything happens that shouldn't you'll be you'll be covered literally yeah exactly (laughs) it's like selling water bottles at an ice cream shop you know yeah (laughs) well we are right about that one hour mark so what is the one thing that you want our listeners to remember when they stop listening to the podcast tonight oh gosh be there be there be there there. Saturday, May 13. No monster trucks, yeah. but pretend like there are. Yeah. <laughs> I you just get really, really mini ones and then put monster horns on them. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Strap them on the back yeah. of the kittens. Oh <laughs> and you put the kittens on the cars. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then put the monster horns on the kittens. There yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just want people to be able to experience something a little bit new. Um and it may not be, you know, completely new, but I think there's definitely some aspects to this that aren't, you know, the typical convention. Um, and so I just hope people get something out of the unique experience that they may not get from these other conventions that are happening around the same time of year. And yeah. I, I also hope that people that, you know, are just Halloween lovers that don't get to experience these conventions because they don't know about them or they don't do a haunt will actually have a time to to spend time with these people and have this community that they only have in October. And, you know, I think the rabbit hole sells some cool, funky 70s looking clothes and uh, <laughs> they have some also like organic uh, I don't snacks know, coffee, snacks, things like that, that'll also be there that they have all the time. But uh, uh, so that's another thing people can check out and see while they're there. Nice. So Hauntfest Mayhem, May 13th, 2023 at the Rabbit Hole Studios in Athens, Georgia. It's running from 5 p.m. to 12 a.m. You can find them at hauntfest.us. Check yeah. the podcast show description and it'll take you right to the place where you can buy tickets. Just $10 a ticket. Get your tickets now and go check them out in 11 days. Be afraid. <laughs> and watch out for Molly. <laughs> well, Scott, Roseanne, thank you so much for taking the time to come and hang out with us tonight. I had so much fun chatting with you and I hope your event just goes absolutely fantastic. Good luck over the next two weeks as you do all those final preparations. Thanks so much. And we really enjoyed talking with you guys too. It was awesome. Yeah. Even as you're putting it on, don't forget to enjoy it as well, just for yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll, we'll have lots of pictures of kittens for you. Yeah. (laughs) I do like those. Remembering where my cat went. I think she was in my office at some point. I keep seeing a blur. Earlier. Yeah, that's it. I yeah. keep seeing a blur up back by your window. Yeah. 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 The window's open. She's very much a window kitty because she's indoors. So she's like, ooh, let me see outside. <laughs> like, yes, but you don't get to go outside. <laughs> Good deal. Y'all have an awesome evening. Yeah, you too. You too. Thanks. Yep.
Bye. That was Roseanne and Scott from HauntFest. Definitely go check out their website at hauntfest.us. And if you are in the vicinity of Athens, Georgia, go check out HauntFest on March on May 13th because it looks like it's going to be so much fun. And they really are making it, you know, very much a family family event. So take take advantage of it while you guys are uh, in Athens for graduation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the all you UGA listeners, check it out before you run off for the summer. All right, we are just about wrapped up here, but it is, of course, the first episode of the month, and so we have to still do the Chambers Corner. The Haunting You podcast is, of course, the official podcast of the Chamber of Haunters. And so every month we like to give an opportunity for the Chamber to let us know what is going on in their world. And I'm very excited because this month we're doing something a little bit different with the Chamber's Corner. Rather than uh, me pestering Robert for two weeks and trying to get him to write something, which is usually how it turns out, uh, we have today... Sue Gray, the Chief Procurement Officer of the Chamber of Haunters and owner of Greystone Haunted Manor in Longview, Texas, on the podcast to talk to us about what the Chamber is doing. So, Sue, welcome to the Haunting You podcast. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for having me. I'm really excited about it. Tell us real quick just a little bit about yourself uh, and a little bit about your haunt, Greystone Haunted Manor. Sure. Uh, This year will be our 13th year, so we've got a lot of things planned out here for Greystone Haunted Manor coming up. So we're super excited. At the beginning, a few months ago, I kept thinking, oh, we passed our 13th year. We were in our 14th year. And then we had to back calculate. <laughs> it's like, great. We didn't miss it. So uh, we're, we're pretty excited about the things that we're going to offer this year for being our 13th year. We will have new escape rooms. We're going to do 10-minute escape rooms. I'm in Ooh. the process right now of building those. So that's uh, something that we're adding. We are revamping the cemetery again. We're adding something there and we are, let's see, what else are we doing? Something, oh, we're going to open our axe throwing. That's going to be available. And we've got another snack bar coming up and we've got a brand new ticket booth. So the lines won't be as well. They'll still be long, but they'll move a lot faster. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So so we're excited about that. We're going to have four windows instead of two. So that'll get things going quicker. That that sounds like it's going to be an absolute blast. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. it. I would be too. Uh if people want to find out more about Greystone Haunted Manor, where can they go to to look? Well, just you can eagle, either Google haunts in East Texas and we pop up or just Greystone just Greystone and we'll pop up eventually. There are a few <laughs> rest homes by that name. It was I have a really cute story and then I uh, and then I'll I'll go real fast, but we sure. had this sweet sweet old man that kept checking in. At Greystone Haunted Manor. I thought, why is he? I don't see him. He's not checked in here. And <laughs> for, for months, I mean, like once a month for like a long time, like a year. And finally, I realized he was trying to check into a rest home called Greystone Manor. So he got it all confused. I thought that was a cute thing. <laughs> all the That's people outstanding. Here great. So I thought, oh, this, this sweet old man is checking into a haunted house. That's always fun. Something happens like that out here every once in a while. I absolutely but, love it. That's, that's adorable. Yeah. but So anyway, we've got this uh, wonderful, the Chamber of Haunters uh, Association, uh, Chamber of Commerce, actually, called the Chamber of Haunters. I've uh, been involved in from the very beginning. And I am a chief procurement officer slash vice president. And like you said, you've always had Robert, our president, on. Yeah. So I guess it's my turn to to go under under the spotlight here. 
And, and we greatly appreciate you coming out of the spotlight. So <laughs> you cut, you caught my eye when you put out a message via the Chamber's Facebook page talking about an exciting opportunity for Haunts to that, that Haunts could get involved in this year. And absolutely, after pinging you and asking some questions, I got really excited and had to have you on to talk about it. So Sue, tell us about the first annual Chamber's drawing. Yes, we are super super excited about this. We wanted to come up with some sort of a program, event, something that would connect more with the customers that are coming to your haunt and then the haunt itself. You know, you never know who's actually coming and going from your haunt unless they're either using their credit card or they're buying an online ticket. Then, of course, you you can uh, harvest their information. But a lot of people do use cash. So you never you you lose that big chunk of participants. Um, there's no way to do email blasts. You just don't know who all is out there that has come to visit your haunt. So I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to rack our brains, thinking of a way that we could get haunt customer and haunts married together in something really, really fun. And we came up with the chamber um, uh, raffle uh, drawing, if you will, the chamber drawing. We were trying to think of a name earlier, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to develop QR codes specific to each haunt that we will have that wants to participate. Now you can be a home haunt. You can be a small haunt, medium haunt, large haunt. We don't care. It, you can just be an individual. If you have somebody com- just coming through your garage on one night, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> as long as you want to participate, not a problem. The only cost that's going to be a occur- uh, uh, that will happen with the participants is we need some sort of a fun prize donated, and I'll have everybody just ship everything to me here. And what we're going to do is set up s- some really cool photos of all the prizes that the participating haunts will then donate to be delivered or who will be won by those customers coming to your haunt. And this is a lot. It's kind of convoluted here. And I'm also (laughs) going to hit vendors who are members of the chamber to also um, supply us with some prizes. But the cool thing is you've got this poster at your haunt with a QR code that will have the Chamber's logo on there, scan here to win some fantastic prizes. So, of course, everybody in line is going to scan that QR code, and that will take them to a page that will showcase what items have been donated and what prizes are available. And each one will be, like, for example, um, VFX, if, uh, if they're going to donate something, will have their prize there and have their website there. So the whoever's clicking on that, you know, the customer, they'll be able to click through to the vendor website uh, to get more information. So that's a plus for all the vendors because not all customers of Haunt will are necessarily customers of Haunt vendors. So uh, for example, when I was not in the business, I never knew that Ghost Ride existed. Oh yeah. Or anything like that. You know, you just don't know unless you need a dead wonderful body then you're going to find out and if you're not in the industry chances of needing that are a little bit lower than average (laughs) right right so uh 
anyway, so anyway, that's what we're going to do. And what's wonderful about that too is at the end of the season, each haunt that participates will get back from the chamber all of the information of all of their specific customers that have clicked on their specific QR code. So okay. they would be able to do blasts, haunt, uh, you know, email blasts, no problem. I mean, they'll have, I know everybody will click on it. Who doesn't want to win a prize, right? Absolutely. It's looking like from a customer standpoint, it's super easy for me to whip out my phone, to, you know, sure. open and up the QR it, code and mm -hmm. for a free chance to win a prize. Heck yeah. Why wouldn't I do that? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it depends on how many participants, as far as haunts and vendors we get, depending on how many number of prizes that will be awarded. I mean, definitely, of course, one, maybe two, maybe three, four, five, depending on the number of prizes that have been donated. So sure. it, we're excited about it. It'll really get customers interacting. Uh, and again, unique information that will go to each haunt on the customers that actually went through their haunt. So we're pretty thrilled about that. Hopefully this, this we will continue from here on out. This is the first annual. So we'll see yeah, how it goes. Yeah, exactly. This this sounds really exciting to me. So yeah. let, but let me make sure I understand correctly. So mm -hmm. if my haunt wants to participate, I just need to contribute a $30 uh, prize that will can be used for the drawing. And then Correct. the chamber takes care of all of the other work. You're gonna send yes. me a poster that yes. I can hang up mm -hmm. in my uh, in my wherever you need to hang it up, you know, wherever I have room to hang booth it, or outside in the in the line, exactly. That's not mm -hmm, anywhere you want customers to hit on that. Yes, absolutely. But the only criteria is you've got to be a member of the chamber. Right, right. Key mm -hmm. point there. Got to got to be a member. Yeah. So I'll hang that up. My customers will all scan it because they want to win cool prizes. And then mm -hmm. at the end of the season, the chamber is doing the drawing. The chamber is handling shipping out all of the prizes to all of the winners. And the yes. chamber is providing that detailed customer list back to me. Correct. Oh, and also we will uh, award the, uh, the haunts where the customers have won. They'll also get some fun trophy or plaque or something that <laughs> show off in in their haunt so we're not going to let that go i so love that <laughs> yeah the customers <laughs> need to know hey you know the haunt factory or whatever there was a couple of winners that came through the haunt factory and i'm going to make sure we go through them again you know or whatever haunt you know I'm just yeah making yeah 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 exactly Mm -hmm. Well, that, that sounds awesome. Like it gives me an opportunity to reach my customers. It gives me a reason for customers to like come out. I can advertise sure. with this and say, Hey, you want to win a prize? Come visit my haunt and you have a chance to win a prize and some really cool stuff. Yeah. Some really cool stuff. And uh, on top of that, like it's no work on my part. The chamber is taking yep. all that work on and mm -hmm. I have to do very little. So like it, it's, it's all win from my point of view. It is. It's a win-win. It's definitely a win-win situation. Absolutely. <laughs> we get, we get every single customer comes to the chamber. They get to see what we're all about. They get to click through if they want uh, vendors uh, to vendor websites. That's an awesome thing for them. Yep. Uh, and then you're right there at the haunt. I mean, it can't, it can't be any better than that. In my opinion. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree completely. If, yeah. So for all the haunters who are listening and want to uh, want to participate, how do they sign up? Well, this, I've sent out letters to all of our participants. Now, they can always get a hold of me at sue at graystonehaunt.com. That's graystone with an A, haunt.com. Or they can also go to the chamber. 
the chamber of honors.com and gets information there also. Perfect. But I'm, I'm pretty much the one that's running this. So if they want to, and you can, I can give my phone number out. I don't mind. 903-918-3889. So give me a holler, shoot me a text. If you want to participate, just let me know and I'll get you going. There you go. Great ways to, uh, to get in touch with Sue if you want to participate. And what is the deadline for signing up? I put a deadline of June, just to give us enough time to get things organized, to get things shipped, to get things printed, and then shipped out to the haunts that want to participate. So we just want to give us, give ourselves a pretty good leeway there. Sure. Sure. Going to need time to collect everything. Going to need time to get the posters printed and shipped out. Yeah. June 1st. If you want to participate, reach out to Sue before June 1st and get signed up. Excellent. Excellent. But yes, we're excited about this and we have, if it goes good, which I think it will, we're going to do this as an annual thing. So it's a one, one other benefit that the chamber can give our members. And so we're excited about that. We're looking every day, searching every which way to make sure that we get our customers that come to our haunt information. That's how, that's how we as haunters make our money. That's how we make our living. So that's important to get that interaction going with customers and, and haunt owners alike. So absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Sue, since I have you here and uh, we don't often get opportunities to, you know, pick the brains of our, our wonderful chamber of haunters leadership. Does the chamber have any other really exciting things in the works that may be coming out in the next couple of months that you can like give us a sneak peek at? Oh my goodness gracious. We <laughs> not uh, to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. We're, right now, what we are also doing is once, and we may have to move this to maybe four times a week or actually once a week, we want to interview haunt owners, all of the, our members who are haunt owners, yard haunts, again, individuals, we don't care. We want to get your information out there to us, uh, to the people. We want to do live podcasts interviewing our haunt owners. And then on the opposite week, we would like to interview vendors. So that's something that we are starting up and we are going to be doing that religiously. Um, we just did uh, Dapper Cadaver not too long ago. <laughs> nice. I think that was last week. Yeah, so we enjoyed that. So we want to make sure that the customers and our members and everybody on Facebook, this will go live on Facebook. So it's, it's always open to the public. People can get out there and understand what these vendors have to offer uh, their customers. And, and we want to make sure that the haunt owners can get their haunt out there to get more customers to their haunt. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's something that we're really working on. And, um, you know, with COVID and everything, we just kind of got a little slow of a start, but we're, we're running, we're running now we're on the ground running. So we're super excited about everything that's going to say. So if I want to tune in uh, when and where do I tune in from? Well, we usually should do a shout out on Facebook as far as when our live, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> podcast will be going mm-hmm. out. We don't have anything set right now, but that is coming very soon. Sure. Okay. Yes. We will, we will watch the Facebook page for updates then. Yeah. We usually like to do a shout out a couple of uh, days before, like look for this and you know, it yeah. depends. Sometimes vendors life happens right and then you oh you know, you, i know it <laughs> they couldn't make it or a haunt owner couldn't make it so yeah we we try and do the best we can absolutely and uh just want to throw it out there i know a certain podcast host who would be more than happy to come on and uh talk about the haunting you podcast if you're oh, looking for people who may who may who you may want to interview 
I'd like, I'd like to throw our name in the hat. <laughs> sure, absolutely, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Sue, thank you so much for coming on to do a live version of the Chamber's Corner and for letting us know all about the first annual Chamber Drawing. Once again, if you want to participate, you have until June 1st to get your information over to Sue Gray. You can email her at, say, uh, give us the email and your phone again, please. Sure, it's Sue, S-U-E, at graystonehaunt.com. That's gray with an A. Or you can just give me a holler or a text at 903-918-3889. Perfect. And if you check the and, show notes, go ahead. Yes, and then you can contact the chamber, the chamberofhaunters.com. And if you check contact the show notes, you can find all of that contact information in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you. Sue, thank you so much for coming on today. And I hope you Absolutely. have a great season. Thank you for having me. All right. We've had a fantastic night with our guests at Huntfest Mayhem. And Sue Gray. And Sue Gray. So a lot of stuff going on in the industry, a lot of stuff going on with the Chamber of Haunters. And as always, we are happy to support anybody and everybody who's getting in and trying things new in the industry. And that's that's absolutely delightful. And I'm so glad that, you know, they're doing that. And Hauntfest Mayhem just seems like an awesome event. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think that we it is time to wrap up. We're running a little bit long this month as we seem to have been doing the last, the last few, but all for good reason, all good reason. Right. But if you want to learn more about the haunting you podcast, you should definitely go check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash haunting you follow us on Instagram at haunting university and follow us on YouTube at haunting you. And you will be able to keep up with all of the awesome things that we are doing. You'll be notified every time that we release a new podcast, as well as see uh, pictures of our builds and videos of our builds and uh, all of the cool stuff that we are doing. We are blasting it out just as quickly as we can, really as quickly as we produce it. You will find it in all of those places. And definitely go check out other episodes of the Haunting You podcast where you can see uh, the Haunting You method and uh, the method that we use to build all of our haunts, as well as uh, really the um, the application of that method over the last three or four years as we've been building haunts. Uh, you see how we take that method and really put it into action every single year and sometimes multiple times a year, like when I build three haunts in a season last year. We'll see what happens this year. I well, well, we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, go check out the social media. Go subscribe to the Haunting You podcast and then uh, you will be notified every time that we put out something cool. Less, I think that is it for this month. I think so. So from all of us here at Haunting You, we hope you have a spooky summer and happy haunting. We are incredibly thankful to all the sponsors who make this show possible, particularly our premium sponsors, the Chamber of Haunters and Fear Expo. You can learn more at chamberofhaunters.com and fearexpolive.com. Check out the Haunting You podcast at hauntingyou.com for more information on everything that we do. Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. 
All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license from Purple Planet Music at purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see the show notes for more information on all the clips used in this episode.